0: Hi friends, glad to have you back again, glad to have you back again, I hope all is well with you, we have something nice to share this very day, we have something that has to say, uh, how we can prosper, and when we will talk about prosperity, spiritual, physical, Mental, financial, academic, and all, all that you can think of in having success and prosperity. In fact, God has a way, it's through the word of God we get what we want in the kingdom. And uh, you know, and uh, we know all good things come from God. Whatever we think that is good here on earth comes from God. He's one that gave man the knowledge, the wisdom to invent. He is even the one that makes the uh the, the art to be so pleasant, you know, for us to live. So all good things, all blessings come from God. But let's go directly, uh let's go directly to what we have today. In the book of Psalm 1, that gives us the topic of our discourse even this day, uh that's We need prosperity, we need to prosper, we need to succeed in whatever we want to do. What's the power behind it? What's the way behind it? Psalm 1, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night, and he shall... And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wind wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Amen. That's the word of God and the first, first book of Psalms. You know, many people talk about the psalm is a wonderful book, full of poetry, full of imagery, full of uh, stories, you know, full of uh, songs and uh, uh, full of power to pray. Yes, but number one thing, the first psalm, the first psalm you can see here now talks about blessedness, talks about how the believer would live life here on earth and be blessed, and remain blessed. You know, there's one thing to get the blessings of God. There's another thing to maintain it. Okay? That's what we're, the Word of God is telling us here now today. So, is it the man, the woman, the boy, the girl, number one, that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. The first thing that gives us success in life as believers When we have the Holy Spirit as our counselor, what does that mean? The Spirit of God in you tells you to do good. Is is that not so? And it also tells you not to do uh, uh, bad. Is that not so? He's your counselor. When you read through the Word of God, the Spirit of God also ministers to you when you also pray. So he's telling you, your counselor will be the Holy Spirit, not the ungodly, not the people that are not born again. They might be your friends, they might be your colleagues, they will bring suggestions and good ideas and all that. Wonderful. You can take it and go to the Holy Spirit in prayer. This thing I heard, this very idea my friends give to me, this very way Instead, I'm going to do this business, Lord, counsel me, tell me. How what do I do? How do I do? Okay? So, the one that controls you now is the Lord, is the Holy Spirit, is the Word of God. And also, good counselors who are believers, who are in the Spirit of the Lord. So, our counseling can come from Christian counselors also, from our pastors, okay? From our parents who are godly, and even from our friends who are godly. Most of the times I've received good counseling from very spirit-filled believers that help me to move ahead in life successfully. Hallelujah. So it will not be those who don't know God, those whose way are against the Lord of God, who, those whose way are corrupt and uh, uh, corrupted and uh, inverted. No, you don't need to go to them to give you counselors. This is the number one, the number one secret of success. Because sometimes those people will give you wrong counseling that will make you. They may see that your star is shining. You're going to make it this way, and you know the, the the evil one in them, the spirit of hatred, the spirit of envy, can make them to give you wrong counsel. Okay, wrong counsel. Like Abraham was, uh, 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 was uh was, uh, was counselled by his his friends, uh, when Solomon died. And they, Israel wanted to pick a good king, and you know Solomon, in his own part, was a king that ruled well in prosperity, but the tax on the people was so much. how could Israel maintain one one thousand women with all their you know domestic needs and build altars for all of them and build temples for the one thousand women he married. It was so much burden on Israel. So Israel wanted, you know, to have a relief a little bit. And the new king was asked. Instead of him to take the counsel of the elderly people who are godly, who told him to diligently with them, tell them you'll do well with them. He went to get the counsel of the ungodly, the young youths who have not yet known anything about life. And they told him, like you know in the scriptures, that tell them you're going to deal with them that if my, if my, that, 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 that my my little finger will be thicker than the waist of my father, if my father you know use iron to beat you people or stroke, I'm going to use scorpion to 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 punish your people and that was how that young man lost the kingdom. He lost ten tribes of Israel. So what I'm trying to say, the counsel of the ungodly may look right and powerful and bold, but it's not the counsel of the will of God. Number two, the man that does not stand in the way of sinners, don't do what the world is doing. If everybody is cheating as a married man or woman, uh, don't do what the world is doing. Don't do what the world is doing.